Hey, uh, yawners and listeners out there. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. The podcast where dummies like me and my friends here, we watch movies and TV shows and mostly this week, Loki. And when we talk about it, to ad nauseum. But who cares? Time works different in the TVA. Anywho, I am Joe. And with me this week is Shannon. Hi. Angela slash Boogie. Hey there. And Matt. Oh. His mic is acting weird today. Hello? Hello. You son of a bitch. So, we talked last couple weeks about horror movies right yeah let's get into yeah. something besides horror movies what y'all been watching mm-hmm. who's going first boogie said she only watched loki so we'll save her till yeah. the end matt uh i got some bad news for you i only watched loki um but i did play a new video game um it's like pre-alpha but it's fun as heck Mm. It's called Company of Heroes 3, and uh, I played the first two. It's a real-time strategy game, and that's kind of like my favorite genre. Um, When they announced the third one, I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's another game that I'm probably going to be disappointed by. But then um, they also announced that they are having like a campaign map, which got me excited, and I played it, and it's fun. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Wow. I guess I get to go next then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yep, yep, I, yep. I have a long list. Well, not too long. I finished Clone Wars Season 6, which had some interesting things in it that I was like, ooh. Um, that, again, I can't stress enough if you're a Star Wars fan to watch the Clone Wars. Just put it, just do it. Um, In this season, we see Yoda kind of figure out something about the Force and how uh, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon, how Qui-Gon was able to preserve his Force and come, not back from the dead, but he's like a voice speaking to him. Force ghost. And that was interesting because I wasn't quite sure how that even occurred to begin with. So that was nice to kind of see that, you know, in their short episodes, little bits and pieces. I moved into Clone Wars season seven. Uh, I had seen seasons one, two, three, and f- part of four of the Clone Wars. I never finished it, but I have seen all of Rebels. And there was a huge gap in between when I watched Clone Wars and when I watched Rebels. And I have to say, Clone Wars is fucking beautiful. Yeah. The The animation animation is gorgeous. Like, I forget I'm watching an animated, like, show. It's like you don't even realize it is. It's beautiful. Like, some of the scenes, I don't even care anymore. It has no effect. There is some minor to mid-level retconning in Clone Wars as well. It kind of changes the narrative of episodes two and three of the mm-hmm. movies. So it's kind of odd to, I guess, which one's canon. Mm-hmm. I don't you, know. you would think the stuff George Lucas made would be canon. Right. So is Clone Wars not canon? <coughs> Best be. I like it. 
I like it a lot. I like it a lot. So I will continue watching Clone Wars. Hopefully I'll finish season seven and it'll be on my next list for recommendations. But I have been reading a book. My daughter's like, Mom, 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 you got to read this book. Oh, my gosh. Red Queen. So she gave me this book called The Red Queen. And she's like, will you read it? And so I was like, okay. I'm trying to encourage my own kids to read. So I read it over a series of seven days. Wow. Yeah, I got to probably the last, like, 12 chapters. They're short books. And I just couldn't stop reading. I stayed up till four finishing the book because I just wanted to finish it. And then, wow. my, then my daughter's like, there's another one. I was like, what? So it looks like I'll be reading more into this Red Queen series. I don't know. It's a pretty good. It's kind of like um, Hunger Games twisted, um, you know, like utopic society where there's um, people using other people to get ahead. There are silvers and reds. And the silvers have powers. But the reds don't, and they bleed red. But you come to find out that... Well, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it if you want to read it. Um, I guess it's being made into a movie soon. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks, maybe? Be continually Mm -hmm. reading the series. And since I read The Red Queen, my son's like, Mom, Mom, you got to read my book. So now I'm reading his book. And I hopefully will share that with you the next time. I am really glad I started reading again. Reading before I go to bed, it helps my mind kind of shut off instead of sleep watching things. So get into a good habit. I Interesting. Elizabeth Banks to produce, direct, appear in series adaptation of Victoria a- Aviard's Red Queen, and it's going to be on Peacock. Ooh. Were you just making a joke and had no idea that, that was true? No, I knew it was true. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what a weird pull. Well, I like anyway. her a lot, so I'm excited. Okay, now you're looking at other weird news. But I also, in anticipation... I'm just wondering what day of the week. So Biz Marquis just died. No! Yeah. It was on the a little sub news article. Sorry, guys. Shannon. Well, that's sad. Now I feel bad talking over about someone's death. I was getting really excited about Black Widow, and mm. so to prepare myself, I watched Civil War, and I'm really glad I did because I did not foresee it taking place right after this movie, and. We, I don't know if anyone else out there watched Black Widow, but we watched. I oh, have no spoilers. Gotcha. I've watched it three times now. I, I'm really glad they finally took up and made this movie. It was well deserved. She, you know, like any of these Avengers or any of these characters, can have a standalone movie because of what they <laughs> kind of do with these characters they really take it beyond just a character story now and they interweave you know crazy things into it i really enjoyed the other characters that are in this movie i hope you do too and the little uh teasers and you know humor that's in it yeah, i can't I'd, wait i thought it was good like once again 
I don't understand the internet sometimes because there was pretty much universal um, shaming of the movie. Again? What, what like, is wrong with like, people? They're like, it's too fucking late, Marvel. You waited too long to give Black Widow our movie! Well, I do agree with that. It was supposed to be released in 2020, and why they waited this no, long? No, I think they mean, like, this movie should have came out 10 years ago or something when Scarlett Johansson first got the character, but when she first became the character, she was just a piece of ass, and you're fucking not woke, and it... Yeah, it's... Whoa, calm down there, hater. I don't understand people bitching about progress just because it's not as fast as you fucking want it. We can go back and do it the old way if you want. Nah, I'm good. Or you can just stop being a fucking asshole mm-hmm. and keep pushing forward. Stop complaining about what what's happening and start working towards never letting it happen again. Yep. But everyone just wants to bitch and complain about everything. Yep. Yep. I, you can bitch and complain all you want. It's never going <clears> to <throat> fucking replace hard work. Nope. Sure ain't. So, suck that, assholes. <laughs> yeah. And guess I what? Actually, the I Black Widow movie's I fucking great. ScarJo's great in it. And y'all can kiss my ass. I stumbled across an odd YouTube video that that went that, that was in the opposite vein, where this gentleman was basically saying that he wasn't going to watch um, Black Widow because um, ScarJo... In, in some interview said something about how you know this this movie was a step forward basically for women and and he was completely well, we can't turned have, off yeah. about that right he, he's like I, I can't believe Marvel's shoving this down our throats and blah 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 and I'm not I'm out now I'm not watching this movie and yeah I'm a huge Marvel fan but I'm not gonna watch this movie and I'm like Dude, you're not a huge Marvel fan. Well, <laughs> right, like, if you're not watching this movie, you're not a huge Marvel fan. I don't care. I, I mean, I don't particularly like Thor Dark World, but I'm going to watch it every freaking time I go to watch the whole series of movies because that's what you do. Right. You need the whole story. The whole experience. Well, Black Widow, just I think... Go, that... go ahead. I was just going to say, it just go to show that no matter what people will complain about the internet. Yeah. Yep. I, it could I, be sunshine and rainbows the whole world over and people are like, it's too fucking sunny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really personally Get don't it. like the woke movement. I think it's bullshit and stupid. Um, and I think Scarlett Johansson has already fallen victim to it. She was supposed to play a transgender individual in a movie and had to be recast because she can't play a transgender person because she's a woman cisgendered woman yeah uh, which is fucking stupid um i i mean that whole the whole yeah i i agree it's completely stupid um, she's an actor that's right that's what acting is if you you know the whole well uh uh only a gay, you know, somebody in the LGBTQ community can play a gay character. Well, that's ridiculous. Gay people have been playing straight characters for years. For real. Tom Cruise what? does it in almost every movie. <laughs> right? It's Cary Grant and Rock Hudson made a whole freaking yeah. career out of it. But I, I, 
It's completely absurd. That's what acting is. You are playing a character that is not you. Right. Scarlett Johansson is not uh, Natasha Romanov. She's a completely different person, but she pretends to be Natasha for a couple hours at a time. It's not bad. And I think I really applaud Black Widow for succeeding in, in some ways that Wonder Woman didn't. Um, Wonder Woman is not a good movie where Black Widow is. I think that's probably the best case scenario. Um, but she, I like Black Widow as a character. She's strong. She's independent um, while maintaining femininity. Uh, she's obviously dealing with post-traumatic stress in the movie, which is interesting mm-hmm. tidbit for her character who seems to never be rattled. Yeah, she had her freaking uterus stolen from her at when she was what eighteen? Young. Uh, it in the movie you're you're gonna see it might be even worse than that. Uh, but I I just think that that it's the right type of step forward. And for Scarlett Johansson to say that it that is, I really take that to be meaning something. Um. I, th- I think she has a genuine feeling about it. She's not. She, I don't really see her as a type of person with this weird agenda. So, Scarlett Johansson has been, you know, I, in the Marvel universe, you know, almost as long as Tony Stark. Right. Sure. She showed up in the second MCU movie and has basically been along for the ride ever since. And she has often found herself um, at press junkets with her male co-stars and, you know, they, her, her male co-stars get these really oh, yeah. great, insightful questions about their characters and their process and, you know, and then they turn to ScarJo and ask her about her diet and exercise routines, you know, like she's always talking about. You know, the only thing anybody's ever asking her about is how she stays so fit. How does she, you know, how, what's it like having to wear that, you know, that black leather outfit, you know, like she, she has been a party to, um, somewhat misogynistic or sexist behavior Mm. For a decade now, alongside these men who absolutely support her, and yeah, you know they they will clap back at at the reporters, and you know they'll they have her back one hundred percent. It seems, but she has been subjected to that kind of. I think the well, interviews yeah, are. Shit. I think the interviews are the freaking worst, man. They they'll have a whole panel and be like, okay, what do you uh. The last Robert Downey Jr. What do you think is the dynamic of the blah, 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 and then they'll get to Scarlett Johansson and they'll be like, you look so pretty. Yeah, I mean, that's it's completely demeaning, and I mean, that's nothing new for Hollywood, right? No, no, not by any stretch of the imagination. Or really any any type of entertainment business. You know, Maybe even just the business world itself. I don't know. I mean... You know, I think think her comments were just speaking, you know, to say... You know, here we are. It's 2021. Black Widow has her own movie, and I got paid the same amount as the as you know 
as the dudes did for their solo but films. Yeah. It's not just that. Well, I think my a point step that forward I was, and that's a good thing. I was trying to get to was that I think she's handling it in a way and she's built enough respect and earned enough of Marvel fans admiration that she's not Brie Larson. Does that make what sense? What do you mean? Well, Brie Larson just <laughs> I, won't shut the fuck up. Because I don't think she likes acting in Marvel movies. No, I don't think she does either. But I think she couldn't resist the paycheck, and now she's like conflicted about it. Probably. I mean, I don't but, know what she got paid to be Captain Marvel, but... Um, and she's an amazing actress. I won't take that away from her, but so is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. And it, you, oh, you yeah. don't really see Scarlett Johansson complaining about being in a Marvel movie. No, I mean, she seems to really enjoy being in Marvel movies. You know, she entertains millions of people and gets paid well for it. So that's what's not to like. And she has a lot of fun fun on the sets. I mean, those sets look like they are a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of work, sure, but yeah, they look like they enjoy themselves. And it probably didn't hurt that Chris Evans is one of her best friends in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'm sure that they've all become pretty close friends. So I don't know. Like, I'm glad I mean, that she was she got paid. I'm glad she got her payday. I'm glad her movie got made. I think I think a Black Widow movie is the, kind of the movie we were all waiting for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, we're just waiting for Hulk. Uh, I'm waiting for Thor Love and Thunder. No, but I mean like a a good Hulk movie, one that's oh, not, not Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't I would love to see a standalone Hulk movie with Ruffalo. A good one. Sure. Yes. A good one. I'm still waiting for a good Superman movie. We'll see if I ever get one. I I wouldn't hold my breath. Okay. I don't know when I was reading an IMDb about Black Widow, if they crossed in and had Daredevil and Black yeah. Widow together, I would totally watch that movie. Charlie Cox wants in bad, and he's he's in the MCU now. He's in Spider-Man yeah. as Daredevil, so there's precedent that... Because they are romantically linked in the comic. I know. I would totally watch those two. Fucking... So Charlie Cox is just like, I'm going to make out with ScarJo. No, he wants to be <laughs> in the movie. Because I'll tell you what, those Netflix shows aren't perfect, but Charlie Cox is by far the best thing that came out of them. Mm-hmm. As Daredevil, he's fucking amazing, and he belongs in the Fair MCU. Enough. I didn't. I never watched him. I think you you could watch the first season of Daredevil, and you'd you'd enjoy the shit out of it. I probably would. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm leery about it. Don't the first, especially the first season. There's no no strings attached anywhere. I think you'd yeah. really enjoy it. All right. I'll give it a watch. Okay. You got anything I'll else? put it on the list after Monday morning. Oh, we're back to my recommendation? That's right, baby. That was it. Okay. That's why I kind of didn't interrupt <laughs> you guys asshole. while you were uh, going on and on about Black Widow. I watched Loki, but okay. that's being Let sure. me get through mine real quick, then we'll talk about Loki. Uh, I watched the second season of the show Black Summer on Netflix. It's a zombie show with Jamie Presley. And boy, is it weird. Um, they're killing off main characters like it's Game of Thrones over there. What? Yeah, one of the main characters from the first season dies within the first 10 seconds of the second season. I hate that. It's pretty intense. Uh, 
it, it's pretty intense. Like the show is intense as fuck. Like it, it is, it's not dramatic. It's intense. Mm. And there is the zombies in the show are fast zombies and they're so Ooh. aggressive and like it's, they're so feral. There's no headshots in the show because people are running for their life. Because the zombies don't, aren't just fast; they can run full sprint. Nope. You know, it's, I don't. I don't like fast that. zombies. It's nope. so there's no like if you have a gun in your hand, that's there's no guarantee. Because you're shitting your pants when they're running at you. There's, <laughs> you know, just shut up! I'm not gonna watch this. It's <laughs> it. It's just so intense, and everything is like uh, could just unravel in any second. It's it's. But it, at the same time, I don't know if the show's good. I've watched two seasons of this dumb show, and I can't say if I recommend it or not. So I'll just say watch at your own risk. If you like zombie movies, give it a try. Let me know what you think. Alrighty. Um, and then show? I started. What's that? Go ahead. What show? Black Summer, on Netflix. Um. I also started watching on Apple TV Plus the, I don't know critically acclaimed morning show i think it i think it got a lot of buzz mm. it has jennifer aniston and reese witherspoon and steve carell and you hear those names and you think oh it's going to be a workplace comedy it is not mm-hmm. it is a hard drama basically about the fall of matt lauer from the today show Interesting. Wow. It's it's using that as a template. Steve Carell in this case is the Matt Lauer. Oh no. He's a guy who didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but in the era of Me Too, it's not something he could get away with anymore. So huh. Matt Lauer didn't rape anybody. He was just butt fucking chicks in his office at the Today Show, which you just can't do. It's not appropriate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Workplace, uh, yuck. Work, you know, workplace fornication is never a good idea. And then it's the power dynamic displays, and it's very interesting because Steve Carell has a conversation with Martin Short, who is a true predator in the show, not in real life. Uh, his character, right. Hicks' character, is a straight up rapist, and he's like raped a 15-year-old girl. Yuck. And they're having a conversation, and it gets really tense because uh, Steve Carell is starting to, like... They're they're having a... We're brothers in, in this horrible movement type of thing, and then it starts to shift when Steve Carell realizes they're not the same. And, right. And it gets pretty, hate, like, pretty hairy when Steve Carell says to his face that, I'm not like you, you're a rapist. <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and it's intense as fuck. And Jennifer Aniston is really good in the show. Her dramatic work is really good, and I have to feel like it's a feels a little personal because a lot of her stuff is like, I'm a strong woman, and you're not gonna these men are not gonna fucking tell me what to do anymore. And I, I have to believe that's personal for her. She's been in the business a long time, and she's probably had to eat shit a lot, a lot. Yeah. And I think this is now she's got a, a type of power in, in reality that because she doesn't need to fucking work a day in her life. 
Right. No. So every single thing she does is a choice. Mm-hmm. So you're going to treat her right or you can kiss her ass goodbye. Yep. You know what I mean? So I think that yeah. it comes through in her character. Mm-hmm. And re- it's it's a weird dynamic, too, because... Jennifer Aniston's the old lady, and Reese Witherspoon is the young lady. And I haven't looked this up yet, but what's their difference in age? Uh, not very much. It can't be much, right? I mean, Reese Witherspoon played her little sister, right? On Friends. Who are you looking uh, at? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now. I'll look up Jennifer Aniston. Okay, I'll look up Reese. Oh, okay. I'll look up no one. Sorry. That's okay. Did I steal your thunder? Nope. Reese Thunders. Witherspoon is 45. Evidently, my internet doesn't work. You try, Shannon. Uh, <laughs> she's seven years older. 69. Seven and a half. What? Jennifer Aniston, Aniston was born in 69. She's, she's 52. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So seven years. That's. I guess that's a long time in, in entertainment. But. I, what? I mean, I guess, but even in. In entertainment standards, 45 is not young. No. Yeah. Um, wow. It's, it's. I, I do recommend the show. I haven't finished it yet. I don't know what it's going to be like. And I know there's a season two, so um, you don't have to worry about, oh, I'm not going to watch the show if it doesn't get picked up. Uh, it got picked up, so. Yeah. I will definitely check it out. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm actually going to uh, squeeze it in before I finish Dexter. Yeah. So right after Black Widow. Okay. Next to that's actually like a concern these days. Like, oh, you should watch this new show. Yeah, but is it gonna get canceled? Exactly. Especially yeah. a Netflix show. Right. Like I'm still. So this like... is an Apple TV show, right? Yes. Which they're pretty good about, you know letting the creators finish their narrative. They haven't I haven't seen a show canceled on Apple TV without but I mean there's not hasn't been a ton of them yet, but every show's been renewed that's been on there. And they're all they're all pretty freaking good. So um I don't know. I stopped watching Manifest as soon as I heard it was canceled, yeah. so It's not like Lovecraft Country that got axed by HBO. Man, I love that show. It's it was a very, it was a wildly popular show. Everybody loved Lovecraft Country. I don't know. Maybe it's because um, Jonathan Majors, the star of Lovecraft Country, is now King the Conqueror. He doesn't have time to make it anymore. Maybe. So let's Ooh, go into teaser. Loki. Teaser. <laughs> we figure out the the guy behind everything is Jonathan Majors. Yeah. King the Conqueror. I, I, I'm not familiar with this guy at all the actor or the character both well the actor's great yeah oh yeah he he was phenomenal i i was that that whole last episode was so freaking intense oh my goodness yeah he's i was on the edge of my seat dude's a chameleon he's so different in lovecraft country and you know what they sat in an office most of the time (laughs) right i'm on the edge of my seat watching these two watching people talk to each other from across the desk yeah. It was so intense. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh the character name He Who Remains is a totally different character in the comic book too. He's like this oh. alien and 
He does not have an upbeat complex at all, from what I remember. Ooh. What do you mean in the comic? Yeah, I'm talking about the character, uh, the name, uh, He Who Remains, which is not necessarily the same as who this character is supposed to be. I have no idea. It's not one of his notable aliases, but the story he tells is the story from the comic, basically. He's actually, and now this actually brings in the Fantastic Four into the MCU oh. because he's Reed Richards' descendant. Oh. Well, we can't have that. Captain America and what's his name are the same person. What? Captain America. Are they re. Uh, oh, no. That, <laughs> they would recast the movies, Shannon. They've oh. already done it once since then. So sorry. Yeah, yeah and quite frankly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say I liked. Um, What's his face is Johnny Storm better. Michael B. Jordan. Although he couldn't do it either because he's nope. Killmonger. Killmonger. Anyway. So, yeah, so he's, he's Reed Richards' <laughs> Sorry. Dad? Or descendant of Reed Richards' yeah. dad? I don't know. It's it's a I weird thing. I just read a piece of trivia that made me laugh. Yeah. It says, rather than read the Marvel comics to prepare for the role of Agent Mobius, Owen Williams. Owen Wilson? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Owen Wilson had Tom Hiddleston explain the entire universe to him. Wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love right? that. Uh, He's just like, tell me about this. What's going on here? Let's go to well, dinner. Don Middleston's executive producer of the show, so he's earning his money, I guess. <laughs> wow. So let's let's uh, go back, right? We've got Sylvie, which I can't watch the show anymore without fucking thinking of the Instagram post because all week, all I saw it was over and over again. In her costume, they built in booby flaps. Oh, yeah. So, so, she, so, could, she, could so she could breastfeed. And I'm like, all I could think about is like, her tits could fall out. <laughs> I was just <laughs> laughing to myself. Because it's such a stupid, like, it's just so stupid. Like, uh, great. I'm glad they did that for you. That's awesome. But at the same time, why do I have to know about it? Well, she was letting us females of the world know. Yeah. I I don't know. That's. It seemed apropos of nothing. (laughs) Like, if someone asked her, hey, hey, whatever your name is, how is it? What's it like to work on a Marvel set? She'd be like, "Well, you know what? They took a lot of great care in taking care of me. In fact, the costume designer signed made these booby flaps for me." But I still don't necessarily need to see it. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't think I saw this meme. I, I'm not. Oh, it's not, not a familiar. meme. It was her. It was her picture on Instagram. She shared. Oh, I, I'm. I did not see this. I'm. I'm not. So there's actually. A picture of the booby flaps. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get it to you. Weird. In any case, it was. I, I thought she did a phenomenal job, though, as Sylvie. Um, yeah, she's great. I think it's hilarious that uh, <laughs> Loki fell in love with himself. Of that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Of course he did. That's fantastic. I love it. Um. It's gosh, it was so. I, I it was so unexpected. I I was, I did not. I mean, I guess that's 
I don't know. I wow, you okay? I can't, even, <laughs> I can't even put a sentence together. It was so freaking good. I have so many thoughts. I want Okay, so n- without knowing anything about the comics and I, I you know, I don't know anything about the comics, so I don't know what any of this I I don't know what they what story they might be telling. So it's just like it's so much fun to watch to watch these shows and and, and be on the journey with them. Gosh, I missed being on a journey with Marvel. Yeah, and there's going to be huge implications and ramifications from Loki. Like, obviously, oh, there yeah. was there was some from WandaVision, right? There is yeah. some from Captain uh, America and the Winter Soldier, because now we have Anthony Mackie is going to be in his own standalone Captain America movie. But I think the Loki is going to have the deepest implications, for one. But yeah, because... Oh, go ahead. We have Fox characters for the first time since the merger. Fox characters. We do. Yeah, the Fantastic Four was owned by Fox. Oh, I was oh, really uh, confused. I was thinking of people in Fox uniforms. <laughs> so it's the first time we get Fantastic. <laughs> Fant- <laughs> what does the fox say? I had no idea what he was talking about. I'm like Fox. Uh, you, I'm pretty guess, sure they they were owned by I Fox. Guess are, are you taking the leap knowing that these things are related, or is there was there something I missed? That that mentioned these characters. Kang the Conqueror is Jonathan Majors. So that connection. Is he Kang the Conqueror? Is he he who remains? Because they're two different. Yeah, we don't know who he is playing. He calls himself the Conqueror. He's his backstory is he was a 31st century scholar who. I mean, it's it's Kang the Conqueror's backstory. Interesting. I don't know. I. When I was watching this and all these, you know, paths were diverging off the timeline with creepy clock lady and all, I wondered about... Miss Minutes. Right? I wondered about the time and what was happening in the Marvel Universe when this was happening. Because if this took place after the Avengers and Captain America came back to that timeline and put everything back but lived his life, was he considered... A variant like I'm no that that was meant to be so they explain basically everything that happened throughout the course of infinity war and endgame was meant to happen even all the time jumps right it's the sacred timeline right that's that's so and and we know that not only did you know they say that but we also know that because um because of Doctor Strange and you know he did in Infinity War he did his thing where he looked forward to all different possibilities and this was the only one that worked because this is the one that was destined in in the sacred timeline. Ooh. But the words were never it, used. It, it seems like it's kind right. of a sham anyway though because like they're all variants and it's all done to protect this guy from having his multiversal selves come back and mess things up now i don't know i don't know he i mean he also shares kind of like the backstory of he who remains as well so i don't know who he if he's supposed to just be kind of like a mixture of the two characters or what but um he's definitely a big implication for the marvel universe because he kind of makes thanos look like a fucking gnat i mean he built his own tear into time and space where 
infinity stones are used as paperweights. In the 31st century. Crazy. The writer for Loki says his he's Kang the Conqueror. Okay. You wow. win. Wow. You put that into perspective, Matt. I'm not saying I wanted to win. I just wanted to make sure that I was seeing that right. Wait, wait, wait. So what was the whole thing, maybe I missed this, with the variant judge and the actual person that they went and saw in the school? She wanted to, she was getting people over to the side of, hey, we're all variants. We need to really think about what we're doing here. And the best way to convince them is to show them. Themselves? No. Their leader, their de facto general... Is a variant, and he, there she was showing them that. Like, here's the real lady. So, is there duplicates the of all these the people? Sacred... No, yeah, they're the, not the duplicates. One that be- there's the, there's only the one. one that belongs. The one, yeah, the one that belongs in the sacred timeline still exists in the sacred timeline. Yes, like Loki's dead. Right. The real Loki's dead. The Loki we've been watching is not the real Loki. What? No. I'm so confused. He is, but he's from before. Yeah, it's... it's, He's a variant. So he's... In other words, he would have been destroyed, just like all the other variants would have been. Uh, How the the TVA chooses which ones... You know what I mean? I don't don't know how Miss Minutes decides which ones are going to be used for the TVA. She has nothing to do with this. Do you think Miss Minutes is a totally different person? She's the personal assistant to King the Conqueror. So she's a being... She's sentient. She's half program, half human. I wonder if Her. Miss Minutes is My actually mind something is different. Totally spaghetti. I am so confused. Wow. So, <clears throat> not to ruin it for everybody, but Loki goes back to this variant world. What are we calling that? And he's not even in the world he was once in. What do you mean? Because at the end of Loki, he goes back to, I don't know, the headquarters of the time variance thing. So at the end of Loki, what I, she, Sylvie, sends him away. And I, and we are led to believe at first that she sends him back to, to that, well, to the timeline, to the, that timeline. But she actually sends him to a different timeline. So that's yes. the other portion of this is this timeline where all these variants exist. It's just one timeline. That's where the multiverse well, comes in, right? She also didn't know she was sending him to. I don't think she knew she was sending him to an alternate timeline. I think everything's so fucked up that he, yeah, got, I think cause she, he got sent there. Yeah, I think because she, gotcha. killed, she killed What's-His-Face that it changed everything because now his multiversal counterparts can now come conquer everything. I think think it's interesting that his other universal counterparts also have TVAs. Yeah. I think the whole point of the TVA and killing the branch universe is, I think, now, maybe you guys don't agree with me, they're not killing every branch universe. They're only killing the ones in which a Kang the Conqueror is in. And where he comes to power. The the character that plays him? Yes. You mean the TVA? 
character. Uh, no. See, I am. So Kang the Conqueror, the uh, guy, uh, right? He said that all his multiversal selves weren't bad, but some of them are. I think they're killing the ones that are bad. They're destroying the universes in which they're feeding the universes to that thing, Eliath, in which a Kang the Conqueror is bad. Hmm. Okay, that's a good. I that that's interesting, and I I'm I'm not gonna say I disagree. But I I was definitely left with the impression that they were they were killing all branch universes. Well, so Captain America was in a branch universe. Them. That's why I'm But he wasn't in a branch universe or his he what he was doing was meant to happen. But he, he was, was in a meant branch to universe. Get his happy... And they didn't destroy it. We don't know really. I don't think we can predict what's well, happening. Well, evidently there's something going on with the multiverses because Kevin Feige just had a meeting with all the producers from Marvel movies and told them how the multiverse works for all the movies going forward. So evidently, because of the monumental shift in Loki, they really need to all get on the same page and they're going to create some sort of playbook they're all going to live by because King the Conqueror is going to be back. He's in Ant-Man, the next Ant-Man movie. So. Ooh. Oh my gosh, I am so freaking excited. I can't wait for this what if show. Oh, yeah. Looks as good, well. right? It does. Marvel hasn't put out a good um really good animated show in a long time, if ever, but this one looks phenomenal. Superhero Squad. That was a good one. And we get everybody back at least in voice work, which makes me happy. Well not really. <laughs> Maybe not really. Not everybody's back. Well, Tony's no, back. And no Robert Downey Kelmonger's Jr. Tony's back. Nope. What? Yeah. That wasn't Robert Downey Jr. in no, the trailer? No, 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 nope. Who was I it? Some guy. also very excited that we automatically get a season two with Loki. Yeah, the first, the first series to be renewed. But it's also the first series that I guess could be renewed. Well, they never planned on making WandaVision into separate no. series. I think the plan was to make it a movie, but with everything that happened, they turned it into a miniseries. But I'm very... I, I don't know if I would have appreciated Loki being two movies. Like, you know, Thor. I don't know. I'm glad that he's in this, got a series. He seems to enjoy it. I enjoy watching him. So... I'm just really excited now. Because now I can't wait to see Loki, too. I love the different feel. I love the beginning and the music and the laughter. And, I mean, did we really say that it ends on the cliffhangeriest of all fucking cliffhangers? Oh, my good God. Oh, my gosh. You missed it. But yeah. I think this is kind of supposed to replace uh, like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.-esque Ooh. story where like they're like, oh, yeah, this is all uh, intermixed. And you know when something happens in... Spider-Man 7, you know, we're going to feel the ramifications in this television show. I, I don't... That's kind of... That's how S.H.I.E.L.D. was supposed to be, but they never kind of fouled through it with it very well. At, right. Well, they were under separate all. production arms, too, but now everything's all under Feige. Yeah. So they're all in the same production house. So, yes, I think this is going to be a way different than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Goodness. Way different than the Marvel shows that were on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. going to be, they're all serious. They all mean business. That's interesting, though. 
It makes me wonder if they would take it upon themselves to actually redo Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, they don't think they should. At least not like that. Because now we know S.H.I.E.L.D. the whole time was Hydra. It seems... Well, right. It's kind of lost. Yeah. Ugh, I don't Maybe know. make a show Agents of Hydra. Um, bum, bam. I was... No, it's okay. Hell Hydra. The only thing I was a little bit disappointed about this first... And I'm not horribly disappointed, but... <coughs> we only see one female... You have to be careful. Female, Matt will yell at you. One <laughs> female... It's a we see a lot of male Lokis and an alligator Loki, but only alligator one. Alligator Loki was my favorite. One female. I was assuming mm. we'd see more than one, so there's some, like, love triangle-ish, since he falls in love with himself anyways. Well, that's what makes yeah, her so unique. Yeah, I was wondering, because they kind of ousted them as bisexual, they were going to have, like, a male Loki and be like, hey, baby. <laughs> oh. uh, if they bang, is it masturbating? What? Yeah. Wait, what? No. No, it's Stop. not. Stop. <laughs> Stop. What? Don't act like you didn't think about it, okay, too. Okay, wait, wait. Where does the judge go at the end of Loki, then? She's off somewhere. Where is she going, though? Yeah, that's a good question. That's what I was kind of wondering, too, because like she's like, oh, I'm going to find out whoever the fuck's responsible, and I'm going to fuck them. Isn't that what Loki did? I think wherever Sylvie? she walked through that door to is not the place she intended to go. I agree. She she might have had an idea about where she wanted to go, but because things are so screwed up, uh, kind of like with what happened with Loki, she's going to end up in a different spot. Hmm. I wondered that. I was really waiting for Mobius to ride his jet ski. That never oh, happened. my gosh. <laughs> I hope that still happens somewhere. It's somewhere got to, somewhere. you know, in some timeline. But And then my last little question was, and I said this while I was watching Loki, when we walk into the castle of whoever this person is, who is it again? Krang. Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. It reminded me of Doctor Strange when he was going to Dormammu's place. Well, it's a place that exists outside of time, kind of like Dormammu. And I wonder if there's any connections there. Like if we're going, because obviously we're going to see Loki and Doctor Strange together in Doctor Strange 2. Or multi, what's it called? Multiverse. Multiverse of Madness. So that was actually confirmed, but I'm curious what deep the connection is there. Well, they, things are getting really fucking weird in the MCU, which is kind of dope. Because they're definitely keeping us on our toes. Mm. DC can't even get a basic fucking movie right. Meanwhile, right? Marvel is so deep in the weeds, they're pulling out this crazy bullshit, and we're going to all fucking pay our money and go see it. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing what but they've been able to accomplish. At the same time, you can't kind of start with Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. You're going to have to go back and watch yeah, yeah. some of these movies and get kind of acquainted. But that's also, to me, it's also so endearing as a fan because the company cares so much about us that all the content they're giving us means something. You know, it's, it's all connected. It's all for us for this major yeah. arc they're telling. And that's satisfying. It's incredibly satisfying. Mm -hmm. And, and especially when it doesn't all pay off at once, you know, no, you, you get, have to be patient. 
right, this little piece pays off here and then this little piece pays off there. And next thing you know, 10 movies down the road or 10 projects down the road, it all comes together and your mind's blown. And it's it's so freaking fantastic. I love it. Right. I was thinking they were going to be like, I was kind of worried they'd be like, okay, well, you know, we just phase four is done. Now it's time to kind of just tear everything down and rebuild it again, which they sort of are doing in an awesome way. But they're also like, hey, all your favorite characters. Yeah, they're shit changed them of course but they're you know they've got these things going on and they are out for a vengeance mm. avenging they are <laughs> doing... <Vengeance>. revengers <laughs> we're the revengers oh, so man. i read a spoiler oh and this is why the... do you talk that way it says ravona mm-hmm. renslayer that's the judge chick right mm-hmm is known as the love interest of Kang the Conqueror. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Had, yeah, that, that explains would totally a lot. Twist. That does explain a lot. Uh, supposedly, she will debut in Ant and Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp. In the Quantum Tony, whatever movie. Did you say Quantum Tony? Quantum I can't. Oh, think. okay. I guess I didn't foresee that either. No. Although it's making a lot of sense now. It is. It's quantum mania. I don't know why you can't say that. (laughs) I don't know. I'm tired. (laughs) My brain's all wishy-washy. My thoughts. I don't know. Wow, the cast list for Ant-Man's not long, by the way. Marvel train people. They have Evangeline Lilly's been announced, Paul Rudd, Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang, Michael Douglas, of course, Michelle Pfeiffer, of course, and then Jonathan Majors. They're the only uh, listed cast so far. Mm. Huh. Not that super fleshed out. Way. Well, it's not due till 2023. They should be working on it, though. Of course they are. It takes time. They could have already cast people when they're just, you know. Yeah, it's not announced yet. Yeah. Right. Right. I know I had seen I'm some sure, posts uh, from Judy Greer Lily. and I'm sure Judy Greer and what's his face are coming back too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You know, after the whole uh, WandaVision thing, and then I don't know when this was released, but there was a video out there saying that you could see Vision in the uh, yeah. end credit scene. No, they said you could see Doctor Strange. We thought it was Vision. Oh, that's true. Where? Uh, Wait, there. There was an end credit scene. I didn't watch an end credit scene. I didn't no, watch well, any end credits. In WandaVision, there yes. was a there's a post credit oh, scene okay. that in was changed. One. Supposedly. Oh. Oh, so okay, okay, they that. made an adjustment to it within the last two weeks and yeah. we went and watched it and you can see like a ghostly figure hovering down from the mountains that wasn't there the first time. It blurred. And everyone's like, It's Doctor Strange. I happen to think it's Vision. But maybe I'm crazy. It doesn't show you either. Well, uh, only one of those two characters is ever invisible. It's creepy though. Oh, invisible! Didn't you say a shadowy? No, he's like see-through. Yeah, you can see a blur in the tree line as it comes down. Yeah, that's got to be vision. It's just creepy. Not, it's not outside the realm of possibility that it's Doctor Strange. Obviously, he's a um, freaking wizard, but he's a wizard. But we've never seen him be invisible before. Ooh. Oh, 
people watch Loki. Well, that's because he was invincible. (laughs) 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 What are you, a witch? (laughs) I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. Okay. That was last week, Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) I that's all we got, folks. I I mean I don't have anything else to add other than give me more, give me more. Right. It's so good. Just watch it. When's the what if release date? August. So far. We gotta wait till August. I think it's early August though, so Ted Lasso Mm -hmm. and then maybe what if. August eleventh. What if and then uh Hawkeye's next after that? think so which is interesting because where'd we see the hawkeye thing oh yeah nope that's all i'm gonna say i don't know there is a (laughs) tie to something in the mcu to the hawkeye series we believe oh yes i know what you're talking about now Uh uh-huh that's Uh all i'll say Uh uh-huh so i'm curious i'm very excited by the time we record again, Ted Lasso will be out. out. Yeah, I'm super, I'm super stoked for that. Ted Lasso's amazing. Yep. I'm excited. So that's, that's it. So are you ready to hit the music? Hit it. I think so. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for going on this Loki ride with me. <laughs> Loki, Loki, never mind. Uh, we're very excited by the show. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> She's so happy. You guys should see her face. Um, we're very excited for the show. We're very excited for what the MCU is going to bring us. I know that we're. It seems like all we do is two-handed jerk off Marvel, but you know, and they deserve it. Marvel is Bay, so it is what it is. Yep. Guys, uh, thanks for joining us. Find us on Instagram at Movie Dummies Podcast, where Angela posts stuff. I do. <laughs> and uh, talk to us there. Talk to us. You can email us, moviedummies at gmail.com, or you can even go to anchor.fm slash moviedummies and leave us a voice message. Huh? Oh, but until next time, when we talk about probably more recommendations, mm-hmm. I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. And also... Bye. 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 Bye.